is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to make a living outside the 9 to 5 grind and crush it at life. You'll learn from inspirational guests and in-depth discussions. Go from employee to entrepreneur and start creating a life you love and still pay the bills. So here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Let's get on with the show! This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status in recognition for their commitment to social entrepreneurship. I'm just going to jump right in. Nice. With some positivity, positive thoughts. Are you? At the day of recording, we are 90 sleeps away from Christmas. Is that true? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Christmas is coming. It was 91 yesterday, so presumably it's 90 today. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, where has the year gone? Have you got one of those like apps on your Facebook that tells you? No, I, no, I have, don't need apps on Facebook for people to tell me because people will post it. They're like, count down to Christmas. I'm like, dude, what? September. The weather's dipping and it looks like it Christmas is. is... I wore my jacket um, for the first time out this morning for a while. I try for as long as possible to keep the shorts and T-shirt uh-huh. on. I freeze my... Well, I, my, I, have a, I have a temperature gauge, right, where I'm like, <laughs> if it's 15 degrees or above, no jacket weather. Okay. We were at 13 this morning. I was like, I just, I just tried to challenge myself in the Wim Hof way. I'm like, the cold is not really there. (laughs) Take it, take it. Ice man cometh. Yeah. Brilliant. Anywho. Welcome back. uh, Welcome back. Uh, Welcome to episode 133. Yes. Of Powerful Nonsense. I'm two coffees deep. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a bit worrying. I already feel twitchy. Yeah. Uh, for those that are joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. I'm Jem Yordis. And yes, this is Powerful Nonsense. You're here with us. And today... My microphone should be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, we've tweet, tweet your, tweaked your sound. So I sound pretty sexual. Sensual and sexual. <laughs> <laughs> you added me... Did you give me more bass or less bass? I gave you more bass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so we're talking today about... Cueing yourself for success. Oh, yeah. So getting on top of those habits, those practices that Mm -hmm. keep you motivated, that you're not kind of hoping that you just turn up and do the work. They actually planning ahead. You're priming yourself. Right. Because we are obsessed as as a society with this overnight success thing. Right. And I think there's this this general feeling that it's a genuine thing. And also people have this sort of like, you're kind of either got motivation or you're kind of a successful person. It's kind uh, of like that thing. I read an article by um, Seth Godin last week and he was talking about talent versus skill. Mm-hmm. Some people think that people sort of have this innate talent at something or maybe you're just motivated, you're kind of an entrepreneur, you're successful at whatever you do. Mm-hmm. But ultimately most things you look at are actually a skill that you actually practice in the same yeah. way that achievement isn't something, oh, well, you've always been good again, A stars and this and that, but actually... The fact is that those people do things that they practice over and over again. They right. bring in the habits. They have they practice things knowing that they're skills that they can be developed mm-hmm. rather than just thinking, well, I'm just not a motivated person. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, actually, that this has come up because I was watching <clears throat> another Gary Vee episode. But for the record, right, for Are the record... Are going to become those Gary Vee wankers? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want to be, but I'm just going to say, for the record, like, actually watching Gary Vee's stuff is almost a daily practice for me, which is why it comes up a lot. Because yes. I do like where he's coming from. So apologies that we bring him up a lot, but I think he's I think he's on it. 
he's got it right. He's got it down. And particularly as as it pertains to this, because he there was something that he said that I was like, yes, so right. It was I'm going to paraphrase, but he said something along the lines of, "It's the never wavering from the strategies. It's the never changing the processes and just keep going at it. That's tiring and it's exhausting, but." Unfortunately for most of us, it's the cost of entry to success. And I think that, in a nutshell, is what we're going to say in this episode. So, so should we just end it you there? You will end it there, and we'll see you next thanks week. Thanks for listening. This is a short one. <laughs> thanks, Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I think it is that kind of idea that it's a daily habit, it's a daily practice, I think. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't know, it just doesn't appear. And even what you said there, which I think is a really important uh, habit that people need to adopt, is like, there's certain practices I do first thing in the morning, whether mm-hmm. it's stretching, whether it's breathing, whether it's right. meditating, whether it's watching motivational content and stuff like that. And I think that is part of that. Um, Anthony Robbins talks about it. it. Has that sort of have ten minutes for yourself, mm-hmm. like put in that work in that first ten minutes. When, when you, you call wake him up. Anthony Robbins, as opposed to Tony Robbins, Tony I think Robbins, the only person Anthony I know Robbins. that calls him Anthony Robbins. I don't know, whatever whatever you want to call him. But he says, like, if you haven't got that 10 minutes in the morning for yourself... You don't then you have don't, the right to yeah. call him Tony yet. <laughs> exactly. You don't have a life if you don't have that 10 minutes. And I think, like, that's that morning. Like, you wake up and you prime yourself. And there's another lady that I've just um, downloaded her audio book, Amy Cuddy, I think her name is. And she's got a book called Presence. And she sort of talks about this idea of a lot of the time we sleep in this sort of fetal closed position. And when we wake mm-hmm. up, we feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And we're in a state and how that sort of body influences our mind. It says, like, you've got to wake up and be expansive. If you listen to a lot of people, they talk about kind of waking up, stretching. Oh, we spoke mm. about it in one of the previous episodes. I've been doing that since yeah. we, we talked about that. And I tell you what, in terms of just my confidence level, just walking down the street after doing that in the yeah. morning, sometimes I'll do it just before I leave the house as well. Yeah. Just take 30 seconds just to, to stretch out like that. I and find it... Like, I feel so fucking powered up. Well, biologically, you're getting all this rush. Like, once you open up your chest, you're saying you're in a comfortable, safe position. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I find that when I start getting nervous about something, I will open mm. up my chest because I'm telling my body, although you're panicking, you're worried about it, I have an open chest, so it kind of yeah, lessens the bring panic. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your body's saying bring it, but your mind's saying I'm scared. And so it gets confused and says, well, actually, body follows mind, mind follows body. And so uh-huh. you'll get into a better state. And I think it is that idea that a lot of a lot of what we achieve in the day actually starts around that morning, how you start your morning. Right. I know we've talked about morning routines a lot in the past, but I think these are probably the biggest predecessors of yeah. whether a day is going to be a good day or not. Yeah, I tell you what, morning routine is, I know, it, usually if I'm out of whack or out of sync with everything and things aren't going well and I'm kind of in this state of like, uh, a bit feeling a bit lost, I always go, have you been keeping up with your morning routine? And nine times out of ten, the answer is no. And that's what I think more people should do. Like, if you're waking up or you're going to bed tonight, I don't know when you're listening to this, but just think about how you started the day. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll kind of gauge whether it was a good day. It's kind of like, were you rushing? Were you snoozing? Were you? Did you not have a chance to jump in the shower because you were running late? Did you... Right. Um, I don't know, was your room in a state? Did you have time to make the bed? And you'll look at the habits of the morning will actually be what is the flourishing of the day in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. A lot of time when you feel in control, then your day is in control and you actually get stuff done. And it's like even today, like I'm not going to say I'm, I do it perfectly, but I was running late to get to meet you. Yes, you were. Because I hadn't got the things done. And so we actually started the podcast late. And so it's kind of like this idea that it kind of, whatever that morning, like if I started, mm-hmm. they got there on time, we would have started the podcast on time and it would have mm-hmm. led into each step being formulated right. in, in, in that way. And Absolutely. I think that's what people get with, with terms of like success or kind of 
doing the things you wanted to set out to do in the day. It's like, what was your morning like? Because I think that would tell you whether you got to what you wanted to do in that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. And I, I think, again, kind of touching on, it's all kind of like links into the same thing. But I, I do think like, okay, yeah, it's, it's taking a moment to consume in the morning, which not many people will say is a good idea. But fill your brain with motivational positive stuff it really makes such a difference like even if it is just like sometimes uh if i'm like feeling like i'm really just not motivated to work out or do whatever sometimes i'll pop on some wrestling behind the scenes stuff and see the way they work which is for they make it for entertainment purposes but if it gives me the kick to kind of go do you know what you can work harder then I'll watch it and I'll just sit with my cup of tea and I'll just watch that and I'll be like, right, I'm good to go now. Yeah, I think it is all this sort of natural priming and I think, like, I do it myself, like you say, watching certain motivational videos. Um, I always, today I started the morning by just listening to a bit of Les Brown on an audio book and I think for most people, it's either you switch on the radio and you've got these depressing songs about love and relationship failing (laughs) or you switch on the news and you realise the world is going to shit and then you Mm -hmm. then go into your morning routine with these like subconscious things that you've taken in on a deeper level if you're listening about war and problems and everything's going to shit like your brain is primed now to kind of like it's it's in there you've internalized those feelings whereas if you start with motivational content or something that you're looking at people that you're actually like wow these people are really doing amazing things they Mm -hmm. love what they do you're starting your day in that mindset and i think people underestimate those sort of subliminal or environmental influences mm-hmm. on how they feel definitely definitely and one one thing i would actually advise people sign up to actually which is something i signed up to a good couple of years ago and it has kind of become part of my morning routine and even when most of my morning routine is kind of out of whack it will kind of, it always kind of this is the one thing that seems to have stayed which is darren hardy's um <coughs> excuse me uh darren hardy's uh daily mentor mm-hmm. email that he sends through and I think the reason it sticks in my routine is because one of the first things I'll do in the morning is just clear out my inbox and that and set that up for how I want. And his thing will always be in there. But it's little, a little three, four-minute video that he sends through every morning, which is just kind of, here's a thought for the day, here's something, some action you can take to improve. And I think how this links back as well is actually Darren Hardy's whole thing. What he does is priming people for success. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it Darren Hardy that wrote Compound Effect? think it was wasn't it i'm not sure i haven't read that book <laughs> pretty sure he wrote compound effect but the compound effect the idea being that uh you take small actions every day and because you're doing it every day the effect it's it's that idea of if somebody gave you a pound you'd be like oh thanks it's a pound but if somebody gave you a pound every day for the rest of your life and you you just put it aside and you didn't spend it like put it into some sort you'll be, of saving account yeah then. you'll be 360 quid up yeah. at the end of the year and you keep doing that and eventually if you just wait till you've retired and you've had that for 60 years you have quite a few grand in the bank there's, a, there's another great piece of content again by Tony or Anthony Robbins and he has it like on YouTube and I think you can get it for free every morning it's called um, His Hour of Power and okay. I know people kind of say oh well you don't want to get all hyped up and stuff but I think too many people leave like motivation till chance like they hope uh-huh. that you you do have days where you wake up and you're just fired up and you literally get on maybe you get on roll out get on a computer and you literally get so much done mm-hmm. but i think sometimes that's just leaving it out of your control it's kind yeah. of like hoping that oh today i woke up well or tomorrow i wake up well whereas i think 
uh, I think someone who's very self-aware realizes that they have to build that into themselves because mm. we're not all infallible. We're not robots. We don't just suddenly right. do as we hope to do. Right. It's something you have to sort of practice and wake up with that motivation. Maybe it means speaking to somebody, watching something, or I don't know. There's different ways, or maybe it's eating a good breakfast makes you feel healthy, mm. and so later on in the day you go for a run. Yeah, it's all about these little cues that are going to kind of like prime you. It's very sort of psychological as well. Yeah, I, think. I was just about to dive um, into that. Yeah. It is very, and also physical. And I think, um, again, going back to Tony Robbins, he talks about how like emotions come from motion. And I think it goes back to that sort of open the chest. Right. It goes right. to um, being energetic. If you wake up and you feel stagnant, he talks a lot about doing breathing exercises. I think mm-hmm. Wim Hof breathing exercises is a great way to start your day yeah. because you're filling your body with this fresh oxygen, you're changing your pH levels, mm-hmm. you're feeling energetic and then you're ready to, and then maybe jump into that cold shower and you've right. already got that win because you challenged yourself, you did something uncomfortable straight away. Mm-hmm. These things have an effect so does the content and I can imagine if you go and have your cold shower if you go and stick on Tony Robbins or Gary V's one of his little rant videos and after that you still don't like feel motivated plus you'll be doing something hopefully that you generally want to do mm-hmm. you might spend 20 minutes on it 15 minutes before work but it should fire you up enough to get the yeah. thing done like yeah. I do think sometimes when people just think well if you're doing something you love naturally you're just going to have all the energy to do it because that's yeah, BS but, in a way. Yeah, I think it is. I think it to is BS because I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I get to do what I love, right? But to do what I love, okay, yeah, I'm an actor, right? But to do what I love requires doing so much shit that I don't want to do yeah. to actually be able to do that. Like, yeah. I don't want to be doing my accounts. Yeah, or sending emails. When I, when I was like, I'm going to be a professional actor, I didn't think about accounts. Yeah. I wasn't like, yeah, well, that means I'm going to have to do all my receipts and sort through all my filing. I didn't think about marketing. I was like, well, I have an agent to do that. I didn't think about, you know, all of the other just general business stuff that you have to do to get yourself out there. I was just like, I'll be a professional actor. People will hire me. I'll, I'll learn my lines. I'll do all my research. I'll turn uh, up on naivety. set. and Exactly, the naivety. And I think there is a lot of kind of faux naivety when you say, oh, well, if you're doing what you love... If you're passionate. Yeah, you're then you're going to... and Because there's always elements of a job that you can't stand mm-hmm. always 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 and that's where you need those sort of priming cues to kind of make you or maybe it's just kind of reframing mm-hmm. what needs to be done in a way that kind of serves the bigger picture which sometimes people struggle with it's right. like oh i have to do the, the dirty work right which then is again again it's that reframing there's so many different aspects to motivation we're no sort of psychologists right. but there are certain traits or habits or things you can do that lead to motivation whether it's through the body through the mind through reframing the stories there's so much to it it's Mm -hmm. like complicated but if you can get those sort of habits in check i think you're going to be way more likely to actually take action rather than like i say most people are going to fill their mind with negativity they're Mm -hmm. going to they're going to personally speak their self out of it right they're going to sabotage their health because they don't feel they're going after the thing they want to do and so suddenly it's that spiral downwards because everything is kind of working against you but then in your mind you're still saying well I wish I could do that thing but everything else is kind of against you yeah yeah right break wow. time break that has flown I feel like we chucked out a lot of content I'm a bit worried for the I second th- half <laughs> me too <laughs> uh, so we will take a quick break we will regroup and hopefully so we thought we'd just take a few seconds just to say thank you to our sponsor Yep. University of Northampton. Huge thank you to them for supporting the show. Um, so, why should you check them out? Well, first of all, we're we alumni. There. We yes. went there. So everything that we 
kind of delivered to you. It kind of comes from them in a way. Um, but also, they're not just about getting a degree. The thing we love about Northampton Uni from experience is the fact that you come out of your course with your degree, but also there's so many options on the table. They understand that it's not just about going out and getting a job anymore. It's also about the possibility of setting up your own business and becoming an entrepreneur. And to top that off, <laughs> it's not just about setting up a business. It's about setting up a social enterprise. That's their specialist area. So if you're thinking of setting up a business, it can also be one that's doing good to the world and delivering social impact. So check them out, northampton.ac.uk. And huge thank you to them for supporting the show. Okay, welcome back. We's finished. We's completed. <laughs> we, we's done. We had our, our little pee break. <laughs> Overshare. But it helped us to get some mental clarity. It wasn't together either. It was just separately. Jim, you're making this really awkward. Didn't need to go there, did you I? You really? didn't. It's. Have back. you ever heard of the too much information thing? Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 was. I thought too that's much. what the podcast was all about, just delivering too much information. No, no. This, was this the nonsense part? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're back. So, unintentionally, that first half was a little bit. Loaded. Throw everything out there. Uh, <laughs> when we have some notes, and then we just say, "Let's just say it all as fast as possible." Yeah. So let's try and regroup. Take a moment. That's quite relaxing, actually. That was quite yeah. good. That felt like, really nice. I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> and let's kind of go down a particular line of thought and yes. let that take Slow us the there. pace down. Slow the, yes. Yeah, so it would be more like a sort of nighttime audio book where e- we just ease yes. you into the second part of this episode. Go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> anyway. No, coming soon. <laughs> Wayne's bedtime lullabies. <laughs> Anywho, so you brought up during the pee break <laughs> this idea of our natural state of complacency. Yes. Go. I think naturally that like humans, we don't want to, I think we try, I think it must be like a biological thing where we try not to expend too much energy, mm-hmm. whether that's sort of like a safety mechanism. But I do generally think that I think our natural maybe not our natural I couldn't even this is me just totally off the cuff with a thought but it's kind of like our natural state is sort of complacency or sort of like not doing more than is necessary mm-hmm. path of least resistance yeah that is exactly that sort of idea and I think in that case most of us aren't going to wake up with the natural impetus to go and do something right big or elaborate or something that maybe is so in the distance the, the reaching of it or becoming that thing or creating mm-hmm. that thing is a very far distant thing so I think it's kind of like this idea that in a kind of Pavlovian way, you right. have to kind of condition yourself against the resistance, number one, a good book, um, The War the war of Art. It's this mm-hmm. idea that I do think the more you... I still need to read that book. I need, to, I need to lend it to you then. But I think it's that idea that I think you have to... The more you, the, you prime yourself and you cue yourself for achievement when you get to the point where you just know your brain's kind of faults, you know what it's mm-hmm. going to say, do to knock you off. Yeah. It's, um, if you look at anybody successful, I think, again, talking about Tony Robbins, because I listened to him quite a lot recently, he sort of says, like, um, he gets sad, he gets angry, he loses motivation, he has all these things. He just doesn't stay in that zone. Right. And, and, he, and he has the toolkit and he has the habits and he has the practices that as soon as they, they appear, which they will do because mm-hmm. you're a human... 
but you know how to switch it off. You know right. the self-talk back. I know you've been going through this a lot lately oh, where you've... Big time. You've, you realise there's this toolkit that's available to you, but every time you had those patterns of fault, you kind of defaulted to the kind of the negative. Rather than try to get out of you, dig the hole deeper. Right. If you get what I mean. Yeah. No, I was just about to say, like, I think people assume the likes of Tony Robbins and the likes of Gary V and the likes of... Any successful any, person. Yeah, you know. They, they're they automatically, like, they don't have these issues, they don't deal with these problems. They just know how to deal with it. That's That's the difference. They've found ways to deal with their own issues. They've researched whatever they need to research, like... Tony Robbins, for example, you know, he gets angry, he gets passionate, he gets upset, but he knows how to get himself out of that that hole. And I think what we're trying to say with this episode really is you can't just ride along default mode because default mode is not going to know how to deal with whatever it is that you need to deal with, whether that is goals that you're aiming for or whether it or not it is just dealing with your emotions on a daily basis. If you don't set yourself up with the tools and the habits to deal with those issues, you're not going to go any further than anybody else that's coasting along on default. And I guess, if anything, what we're trying to do with this whole podcast, really, is just to kind of say, right, think about what your default is and switch it up and and focus on where you can improve and do things one step at a time and play the long game. And you're not just going to get everything that you want overnight you've got to make sure that you're lining yourself up for that success in whatever area of life that is. Yeah, and think about it like neurologically, like you're just creating a pathway that has that toolkit available. Mm -hmm. And I think when you know that, you don't stay in that state now. Like if there's a problem, even today, like we didn't have a desk that we usually use to podcast on, instead of getting pissed off and be like, oh, how are we going to do this now? This is a struggle. Instead, like, we could mull over the fact that the desk that we usually use is not there and it's a pain in the ass. and now we're, how are we going to do this? Instead, it's kind of like the next, neurologically, it's like, okay, how do we fix this? Where do we go? What do we look for? What do we need? And suddenly the answer's then it's done. And mm-hmm. I think soon enough you just build those ways of thinking into what you do, whether right. it's I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling this and that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a fleeting feeling. It's a feeling which means right. it's changeable. And then I just think then you don't, the minute you kind of uh, give in to the feeling and it's not a productive feeling, mm-hmm. then it's just self-destructive right? rather than actually you know what you want to go and do, you know what actions need to be done and so mm-hmm. you kind of have to pull yourself back into that state to do that. Yeah, and I think another thing which popped up in my mind in the first half but I think it's kind of relevant here is I think it's so easy for people to, and I've been seeing this a lot recently, uh, people kind of... Uh, poking fun at the more motivational content that people put out there. And I get it. I get it can be like, oh, come on, shut up. Because I do with people. I know people that are very into the law of attraction and they will always post about the law of attraction. They'll be going, see, it's working. And I'm like, okay, yeah, fine, great. Shut up now, right? But I think if you think about the people that are doing that, the the people that are poking fun at it, those are the people that want to carry on in default mode. They don't want to be stopping and thinking. They don't want to be challenged on their path of least resistance because there's a path of least resistance for a reason. They don't want <laughs> they don't want resistance. That's why they go that way. 
Um, so they're sort of confirming their beliefs. They're trying to poo-poo it because they don't want to switch, and it kind of then right. gives them an excuse for why they're in that default mode. It's kind of like they're trying to yeah, back up that way of thinking and say everything else that kind of goes against it. They sort of, like, reject. Right, exactly. Because there'll be a lot of things that people post out, the motivational stuff. I'll be like, oh, yawn. But then there'll be that one thing that day that I'm like, yes, nailed it. And then that will fire me up, and then it's just a snowball effect. So... Uh, yes, the, there are people out there certainly seeing as there is a big resurgence in, uh, like, all this positive thinking and all that sort of stuff. There's a lot of that content out there. And I think a lot of people are kind of going, okay, we're done now. We're done. Saturation. But just don't let that dishearten you from using that information to motivate yourself. You don't have to be publicly sharing it if you don't want to. But don't let that diminish the value that it provides you. Yeah, and I think it's, a, it's just a reminder. Like, you don't just... These motivational things, I could watch the same video over and over mm-hmm. again and it could be my go-to video mm-hmm. because it just puts me into that state. Right. It's, um, I'm reading a book called Persuasion, Persuasion, and it's this idea that um, what we do ahead of time primes us for the action. And so, like, right. there's this idea that actually in one study they got um, uh, participants to hold a cold glass and then speak to someone and then uh, sort of say what they thought about that person's personality they were speaking to. And because the glass was cold, they didn't realise how it primed the body to perceive somebody else as being cold in the same way as really? when somebody held a hot cup of coffee and got introduced to somebody, they started saying how like warm and friendly that person was. Really? And so, I mean, that's going to an extreme. Yeah, but that's interesting. But if you are listening to this content and it's not just dipping in, you're not just like... In a way, you're kind of like pre-priming yourself or tricking your body mm-hmm. into being in that certain state. It's the same reason why if you listen to any of these sort of coaches or motivational people, they always prime you for the next thing they're going to sell. So they say, who's had a time where they've ever, ever failed? And now, right mm-hmm. now in your mind, you're going back through that catalogue and thinking of a time you failed. And then that's primed you in a state of like nervousness and then now you're hoping that you're gonna then you can say well actually okay you failed but how many times have has there been a time in your life where you failed or you you were struggling and then you you came past that failure and you achieved something amazing that you didn't think you could do suddenly this has primed you differently now because now you're racking your brain for you know what that time I struggled I thought I'd do rubbish on my GCSEs or that grade but then I got a grade that I didn't expect Mm -hmm. that has put you in a different state and I think this idea of persuasion is this idea that if you're going to listen to this content, it puts you in that you you kind of fired up the neural network to yeah. think of the bits where you're feeling positive and energetic, or you you're thinking back to all those moments in time where you mm-hmm. felt motivated, and suddenly it pulls it in. If I said to you, Wayne, like think about that moment when you went up on stage and received your award at, at the University of Northampton for your acting, right? in that moment as you're living it your brain is firing off energy Mm -hmm. and passion and Mm -hmm. if you could relive that state the moment you're about to send that email to an agent it's just funny because as you said that I was kind of like I really need to go home and write some agents today yeah and (laughs) And that's what I'm going to do when I leave here I'm going to go home I'm going to write some agents and I think it's understanding that you have a catalogue of really positive experiences in your life and sometimes yeah it's the YouTube video Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just um, thinking back to the things where you actually did succeed, they did go well, whereas most people, again, go back to that default network of, right. actually, I've failed more. And obviously, like everybody says, you can get 100 positive reviews, but you focus on the negative one. Mm. And I think it's this idea or this ability to focus on the things that work in your favour, which is hard because it goes against our natural condition, right. but it goes back to gratitude. It goes back to... it's um, 
what was the phrase that yeah this is it um so Darren Brown I went and saw Darren Brown last night and he was saying that we never like say to ourselves my body feels good like my body is in a great mm. state but he said that minute you stub your toe yeah. all you can think of is how painful your toe is but you'd never say well today nothing hurts because uh-huh. you don't appreciate it because you're not thinking about it because if it's good it doesn't get it doesn't become part of your consciousness but when something's bad you're aware of it yeah when most people aren't aware of all those good things that have happened in life but they do remember the time where they didn't get the job or they didn't do whatever it might be and i think that's the kind of way you've got to get into your mind through the content which maybe it's watching a motivational video that does remind you of that time and soon enough you brought that catalog into your mind of all these really positive experiences which then help you to go off and go for the thing you want to do or wake you up feeling like yeah let's take on today mm-hmm. and I think that's what people need to do and that's a habit that's a practice because it will always go back to default unless you're practicing it mm. I think one of the one of the best habits that you can even if you just build this into this one habit um, I think and this is one thing that I do want to get into <laughs> I've not, not done it myself but I think it it kind of packages all of what we've just been talking about into this one thing which is journaling Mm-hmm. I think if you can journal in the morning, and, and by journaling, I, I think the best way to do it is to buy these products like, the, uh, is it Five Minute Journal? Something like that. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it's Five Minutes? I'm going to go with Five Minutes. <laughs> be or the Best Self Journal, or yeah. John Lee Dumas's one. Uh, mm-hmm. I what that one's called. But there's all these journals out there which have got, they've done research into what actually has a positive impact on your mental state for the day, mm-hmm. and they've packaged them into these journals, and you just fill it out each day, and it's usually things like, uh, what are the three most important things to get done today? Uh, what what were you, what did you learn from yesterday? What, what are you grateful for this morning? And just things like that. And just and just get into that habit of acknowledging those because you're going to already prime yourself for looking out on the positive side of things. Mm-hmm. I've never journaled, so... No, I, I haven't either, but but the, all of the evidence, suggest, all the research seems to suggest that it really does have a positive impact. All the successful people that... Well, not all of them, but a vast majority of successful people that we've followed have always touted journaling. It's something that I do want to want to give it a go for me i know there's one habit that's similar to journaling that i've been doing is if i'm like on a train or i'm on a journey and i've got a bit of downtime Mm -hmm. in that moment i will just continuously list off things i'm grateful for right literally that's everything i'm happy this train is running on time i'm happy that i'm here i'm healthy i'm happy that i've got a partner i'm happy Mm -hmm. that i've got my family with me and you just keep going and literally the list can be like endless and you're like i'm happy that i can see green surroundings i'm happy that i live in and it will that at the end of it you just put yourself in this amazing state where you're so privileged about everything that's Mm -hmm. around you and it's an easy thing to do without having to like buy a certain book or do whatever it's just kind of having that mental note in your head to do it maybe you set a reminder in your calendar every day that for the next five minutes i'm just going to be pure have pure Mm -hmm. gratitude for whatever you can think of really yeah Cool. I think we'll wrap it up there. Oh, yes. before we do wrap it up, yes. actually, I think this is kind of... Re- it wasn't deliberate, but it's kind of relevant mm. to where we've been going. We got these. That one. <laughs> we got these. The Choose Your Lens t-shirt and other goodies, actually. Yes. Uh, they're on the website, particularly for those on the podcast you can't see the t-shirt. But if you head over to powerfulnonsense.com forward slash shop or gear, whichever one you like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, there's the t-shirt, there's... A mug on there. You've actually got a journal, haven't you? Or there's, yeah, there's, there's two. There's a hardcover journal, which would be great if you do like want just, to do like freestyle journaling. It looks like we've just done a massive sales pitch. I know it does, but although although these are blank journals, they're not like 
pre-written in, like. And you telling me we're questions. selling just pieces of paper, blank pieces no, of paper these days? Oh, see, now you're underselling. <laughs> and then we've got <laughs> we've got some uh, some soft cover like spiral bound uh, notepads as well with the choose your lens branding on which there. means in that moment it will prime you to write about which right. lens you're deciding to choose with your morning cup of tea whilst you're watching Darren Hardy do his because he always he always recommends doing it with a cup of tea you've got your choose your lens mug it's win win but priming yourself Prime see yourself away. see it wasn't deliberate but <laughs> I think it's relevant so I'm just putting it out there powerfulnonsense.com forward slash shop um, cool. yes and if you are watching on YouTube please hit that subscribe button give us a thumbs up very grateful for those and if you're on itunes if you haven't subscribed already please do and uh, leave a review we haven't had a review for a while guys have you checked yeah i have well actually i haven't checked like this week okay. but i checked last week and we hadn't had any so we're hoping that when we so maybe check. in that week we've had one but last i checked we haven't had a recent review and it's really really helpful for getting this out to more and more people your reviews it, prime us for success I like what you did there. So if you haven't left a review, and there's a lot of you listening, there's a lot more of you listening, a lot more of you listening than we've had reviews. We know who you are. Like 0.02% of you have probably left a review. Conversion rate on reviews is horrendous. Horrendous. So please do us a favour. Even if you found any value in what we're, what we're touting at you, then please leave a review on you iTunes. You can even just leave the stars, can't you? You don't even have to say yeah, something. Yeah, I think so. I don't just... think you have to say anything. But obviously, if you can say something really great, then we'd be really grateful. <laughs> uh, and five stars. Maybe we should make like a them. copy and paste. People can just copy and paste <laughs> and then just put the five stars. Yeah, but all the reviews would look the same. It'd look so. like we spammed them out. Yeah, right. So maybe don't let's do not do that. Let's not do that. Uh, but yes, so please leave those iTunes reviews. We'd be eternally grateful. Uh, so thanks very much for tuning in, guys. And we will catch you next time. See you later.